Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He had his gun, so he just swung it open. I start to notice that, you know, the atmosphere feels a little bit weird. First thing he seen was this six and a half foot tall, broad shoulder, dark hair. That freaked him out. We hadn't talked to her about like life and death and what any of that means. She's three years old, you know. So we turned around. Suddenly there's a whole tree falling across the road. And she was describing to us that, you know, there was a deceased person uh, that she could she, she could see visually. You're listening to Cryptid Clues, where we tackle the ever-expanding history and mystery of monsters and supernatural madness every Monday. You can find us at cryptidclues.ca for more information, or even check out exclusive content and support us at patreon.com slash cryptidclues. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. 
back to this week's episode of Cryptic Clues. I am your host, Taylor, joined by your other host, Ruben. And this week, we're concluding our interview with our part two with Lori Freire. If you haven't tuned in to our first part, go back to last week's episode and get caught up there, and then you can catch up and join in with the discussion for this week. Uh, but without further ado, welcome back to the show, Lori. And uh, yeah, let's let's keep talking. So, okay, so... The concept, in my in my opinion, of trying to understand and learn all, about all these things. Right. Um, why do you think everybody has been talking about disclosure for so many years? Okay. With regards to, let's just say UFOs as an example. Now, in my opinion, UFOs contain a lot of cryptid, right? Because... You got what are those swamp lights that appear? It's a very it's an umbrella term at this point, in a sense, for a lot of things. Okay, so it's like who? Why? Why are we waiting on somebody to declare disclosure? Who, Who? Who is that exactly? The government? For real? I mean. When did, when did Roswell happen? And they're still sticking to the weather balloon story, right? Yep. So it, what do we need permission to disclose what happens to different people and experience this experiences that they've had or their beliefs and understanding of, uh, about what they've observed or, uh, I mean, why is it still fringe to uh, say you saw uh, a creature in the woods that suddenly and you smelled it? How many how many people have talked about the horrific smell? Yeah. Um, and you heard it and you sensed it. Our senses don't lie. I mean, how many times do your senses go off when there's absolutely nothing there unless some other sense triggered it, like hearing or smelling or, or you know, something else? Yeah. And so wh- this is this whole genre of conspiracy theory. I mean, we all know that that is a made up term by coined by the CIA. Right. And. To belittle people and to make people feel stupid, um, it's a counterintelligence move that they've been using for, what, 60, 70 years? And when people call, when people even say that word to a conspiracy theorist to me, I just, I mean, I, I can't help but laugh out loud because how many conspiracies... I mean, do you even know what the word means? Have you mm-hmm. have you even investigated the 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 understanding the the dictionary <laughs> definition of the word conspiracy? I mean, it's when two people or more conspire to do something that otherwise wouldn't be accepted by mainstream people. I mean, that's what it means. Okay. And so when you add it conspiracy theory together, I mean, 
there's so many things that are not that they call the theory a theory that if we call ours a theory, it doesn't get to count. Like gravity is still a theory. Mm-hmm. Gravity has never been proven. Only mathematically can you prove gravity, but you can't even, pr- I mean, numbers don't actually prove anything because they don't make anything. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? I understand the gravity of the situation. Okay, good. And uh, kudos. And (laughs) so when you, when, you know, when I got involved in the flat earth movement, okay, one of the things that classic globies, that's what we called them, okay, we were flatties, they were globies. Globies would say is, do you even gravity, dude? And like, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Gravity, if it is an actual provable thing and can be defined, which it never has been, then it works just the same on a flat plane as it does on a round globe, right? Mm-hmm. And I Shit believe that would down. bring us it to falls um, down. that would bring us to density. Yes, density and buoyancy. I mean, come on. There's things that float that shouldn't if gravity made everything fall down, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is, this is, you know, you don't get to just cherry pick a few things and say that this creates proof of anything, Right. So, for example, I don't believe that there is a satellite floating around out there going 17,500 miles an hour called the ISS. I don't think that's true. Oh, but I see it flying over. You know, you can track it. Well, wait a minute. What was that thing that everybody just had a freak out about that China sent across to spy on the U.S.? A that was a satellite. Yeah. Okay. It it it's using a balloon, a helium-filled balloon. You think you can't control the speed and the movement of a satellite? Of course you can. Just so my point is, all these. Um, films that they're showing us from people on the International Space Station floating around, um, you wouldn't believe there's people who specifically focus on that one thing. Just like maybe this guy focuses on Bigfoot or... or, or, or um, I've, I've seen some of those ISS videos where they go through a, a door or something and then they just fade away at the very end like they forgot yeah, they to edit out. a frame. Right. Or... They never go over the North Pole. It's always cut off. The feed is always cut at certain points. You can right. never watch it all the way through. Just right. interesting things that give you questions if you have an open mind. Well, you don't even have to have an open mind. I mean, there have been fil- there's film footage I've seen clips of where there's literally bubbles in space. Yeah. Well, air bubbles. Air bubbles can only form where? In water. In water. And, w- and where did they practice the ISS 
astronaut moving around outside of the ISS station. Underwater. In a big tank. Yeah. Okay. Oops, did y'all mix your footage up? Or what happened here? Because, you, I mean, I, I've seen film footage of, of, of some little thing like a mouse running around on the outside of the ISS. Yeah. I've, I've also watched all of those videos as well. I, I okay. did a deep dive before, probably when I was a few years younger. And okay. it was uh, the moon landing conspiracy, right? At yeah. the time. I went into it and I was like, oh, that seems interesting. Maybe I'll, I'll read a little bit about this. What, what, what's the uh, what's the idea here? And I didn't stop. And I was like, down the yeah. rabbit hole I went, right? And that was one of those those first few topics that really came up on the internet when I was researching stuff, even before Bigfoot. Well, see what happens, and you can agree, both of you guys will be able to agree with this. What happens is you go down the rabbit hole, you find everything you can find, you maybe change your attitude or you maybe become a debunker, but either way, you gather all of the breadcrumbs that are laying around at the bottom of the rabbit hole. Okay. You get hungry for more. And then you put in, well, but then you put in um, um, a, uh, a, you put that in your worldview, right? And then pops something else up. Mandela or the giant trees or yeah. any one of the other myriad of things okay and you retain the understanding that you came out of rabbit hole a with and as time goes by you go down enough rabbit holes you retain enough information from all these rabbit holes you will come to a place where been there done that what's next only you almost can't go back. You, mm -hmm. you, you meet a newbie who just, just got red pilled as they call it. Okay. And they've just started going down these rabbit holes Yeah, and you're like, okay, that's cool. That's great. Would you like the Cliff's notes version? Cause I'll just go ahead and give it to you real quick. And then you can save yourself like a thousand hours on oh, that yeah. one. Okay. I can but relate. They, but, the, but they don't want that. They, they really, they want to suck it all up because it becomes a, you know, you, you just become this vacuum, right? Because, and, and it, it's what's really bizarre is all of the different things, things and reasons that somebody wakes up they're not they're hardly ever the same thing do you agree with that like for example this person ended up in the court system because uh they got divorced and they're having fighting over their children or whatever the case may or they got a dui or what something happened okay so they instantly start learning about the crooked court system. And then that will inevitably lead them into some kind of a thing like, I don't trust the government or I don't trust the court system. And then there becomes this sort of snowball effect, okay? 
And it's almost like like in the Matrix movie where, you know, like Neo leans back in the chair and they jack him in to learn how to fly a helicopter or, no, he was jujitsu. I yeah. think it was the woman who uh, learned to fly the helicopter. Yeah, okay? yeah, did the karate there. Yeah, and so I many times would rather somebody go ahead and tell me, well, what it after your excursion, your three hour tour into that turned into you know years. In in this rabbit hole, what do you come out thinking or believing? Now, instantaneously, you can discover whether they got the cult version or whether they actually did the research themselves. Because if they got the cult version of whatever the rabbit hole is, because there's a cult version for every single one of them. Mm -hmm. If they got the cult version, they will use the cult terminology. They will use the cult talking points, okay? And then you go, hmm, okay. You didn't actually research any of this. You um, you downloaded <laughs> the talking points and the terminology and the belief system and just accepted it. That is worse than what you just came from because you spent a whole lifetime gaining your worldview based on indoctrination and experiences and so on. But you just got the cult version of this thing, like Mandela effect or Tartaria or any of these things, any of them. And when I first got into the giant trees thing that this, these big mountains used to be giant trees that are, falling apart into tree cells, which are now rocks. Mm -hmm. um, I sat down and watched a 12, one 12 hour video guy put together 12 hours. Took me three nights to watch this whole thing. And I have never seen anybody. His, his, his handles hangman. Um, I've never seen anybody go out and, and not just talk about theories and stuff, but go out in the woods, go out in the mountains and show you what he's talking about and literally show you a tree that's laying on the ground, that's rotting away and how it breaks up into cells and it looks just like rocks, only it's still brown. OK, and then you go, well, I'll be damned. Look at that. And look how he's showing us this side of this mountain where these, you know, this is decaying and falling apart, just like that rotting tree is doing. Mm -hmm. You can't get more practical, hands-on research than that, right? Now, you can choose to believe it or you can choose not to. But it. let's go back to our Bible. There's scripture that talks about the giant, God sent the angels to cut down these giant trees. Giant trees, they're called. And then you go, hmm, wonder why he would do that. Some guy asked that question and guess what his answer was? To keep the giants from climbing the trees to escape the flood. Mm. Good answer. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a good answer. It's an answer. That's the important okay? thing. Okay. Because what's the point of flooding the earth if you're just going to let the giants climb up in the trees and and hang out there until, because what does the Bible say? One of the shortest little excerpts about giants, uh, there were Nephilim in the world in those, day, in those days and after. And then yeah. end of story, we don't have anything else to say about it. Well, that sucks. I mean, I want more of this story. Tell me yeah. more. But there's no more. Okay, we don't. There's only so much we talk about giants, and <coughs> pardon me. When you look into a whole lot of the things that God told His people to destroy, these ites and those eens and these ites and those eens, those were all giants. And people read the Bible and they go, "Well, you know." God sure is mean. I mean, he sends the people out to wipe out the women, children, and and everybody in this whole group. These ites or these Phili- you know Philistines, Canaanite. Well, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he, he 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 wants them all dead. Well, you have to ask yourself what kind of, what kind of guy just picks a group and says. <laughs> Go kill them all, women, children, everyone, because they were giants and he didn't want the giants here anymore. Okay. And so, I mean, the flood wasn't just to wipe out the bad, you know, people, people that were bad and were who were uh, serving other gods. There was another reason for that. And it was to wipe out beings that were hybrids that were here that were not acceptable and were and the, the world was not going to be able to continue with them here i'm sure taylor recalls uh, my discussion with him on that in our angels episodes that we've done recently it was a species of angels correct that one well we're talking about nephilim here which were the fallen angels that came down right. and created hybrids mm-hmm. well actually my understanding, not not to argue mm. with your understanding, but my sure. understanding is there there were the Nephilim are different than the fallen angels. The the angels that fell mated with human women and the offspring were the Nephilim. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Sorry. Okay. All we're right. on the we're on the same topic. We're on there. the same page. Okay. Yeah. And so the Nephilim spirits um cannot die in this dimension so when their body dies their spirits remain here hence becoming what we formally call demons that's where the demons came from mm-hmm. i mean demons were not created in and of themselves they they are the disinherited or disembodied souls, spirits of the Nephilim. And so that's how many Nephilims were created using the hybridization method. Uh, because that is hybridization. Fallen angel, the angels are another species than humans, right? So- I have a question for you, Frary. Okay. And um, it's on this topic. Have you heard of the Book of Enoch? Mm-hmm. 
I've read the Book of Enoch. Oh, perfect. There we and go. Jasher. I was going to bring that up. Okay. There's a, if you get into Flat Earth, you almost have to read the Book of Enoch because mm-hmm. there's a lot of understanding about the mechanics of how things work in Enoch. Now, whether it, you know, you believe it or not, it's another uh, explanation for yeah. how things, the mechanics of how things work. See, I look at the earth as, in, as uh, its, its mechanics of how it works, as well as uh, to understand other explanations for why tides happen or, you know, other than the moon causes it. I mean, each thing that has an explanation in the globe reality has to be answered and countered in this flat earth reality. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is why so many people went from globe to flat earth to simulation because simulation makes it a whole lot easier to explain things that can't be argued about flat earth and globe earth. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you have a simulation, I mean, we are absolutely at the mercy of whoever's writing the code. Right. I mean, it's a simulation. Somebody's writing code. You can't have a simulation without code. I mean, that's yeah. all there is to it. I think okay. in the sense of a, of a computer simulation, I'd like to think that there's a few simulation theories that don't necessarily coincide with just it's like a code or a computer code, yeah. right. which would be more of a simulation in the sense of the way that God structured the earth or created beings, and that's how things come together. But if you look at it plainly, it resembles more of a simulation than anything else. Well, it does, but only because you can manipulate the laws of a simulation easier when you want to try to understand things like flooding the earth or parting the Red Sea or getting swallowed by a whale and spit back out or any other number of any other number of uh, supernatural occurrences, right? Yeah. Uh, who was it who was it that asked God to stop the sun? Until the battle, was it Jacob? It could have been. I'm um, not up to speed on that. We need one more. Right in other words, we need more time. So, mm. uh, well, well, how how can you stop the sun it, on a spinning globe? If you stop the globe from spinning in order to stop the sun, then you just went put on the brakes of everything that makes the spinning globe concept work. Okay, yep. so. Forget that. You can can you stop the sun in the sky? How do you explain that other than God being able to do something like that? Supernatural, right? Shed some light on the situation. Yeah, you can't you can't stop the sun. All right. So either one of those scenarios requires supernatural intervention. And other than that, the only other thing you can do is throw out the Bible completely. Just throw out the story. It's just a bunch of stories and it doesn't matter. So forget about it. So I, I feel like if you, ha- you know, if you have to include all the evidence, 
in order to create, okay, you, you know, isn't that what we do in the scientific method? We create a, a hypothesis and then we test the, the hypothesis under certain parameters, like can it be repeated? Mm-hmm. Uh, can it be observed? Um, you know, the classic scientific method, okay? And so if you have a theory and any part of it under testing or observation falls apart, then you got to throw, you got to reevaluate. You got to create it. You, you can't even get to the theory part if you can't get past the hypothesis part. So that's why so many things about the globe earth concept story falls apart for me is because I can come up with all kinds of reasons for why this does this, 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 this doesn't work and and can't possibly be unless it's a construct made to look like a spinning globe, but it's not actually going anywhere. (laughs) Right. Mm. So when, when, when I, I mean, I've come back and forth and back and forth through my life with regards to my spiritual beliefs, just like so many, most other people, right? Yeah. You start off as a kid and you Mm -hmm. get indoctrinated to whatever cultural religion belongs to your family and, and that, you know, you were raised like, Catholic or, you know, Buddhist or whatever the case may be. If you're born in that place and that's what every, the majority of people uh, have as their cultural religion, then that's what you're going to be until you are old enough to question it. So I, I you know, I didn't have a lot of that kind of uh, religious upbringing early on to indoctrinate me too much into any one spiritual belief. So as time went by, I chose what I believed and I yin and yanged back and forth on, you know, the, uh, the God concept to uh, maybe, you know, all, all the way around. Maybe I'm my own God to uh, maybe we're all gods to, Maybe nobody's God. This is just some, you know, weird screw up that just all happened the way it did and nobody's in control and on and on. Uh, But until I decided to, I can't use the word test God, but question God and ask for um, insight, not show yourself or talk to me, God, or give me a sign, any of that Mm -hmm. classic stuff. But I used prayer and I said, you know, different prayers during different times in my life to investigate how prayer works or to investigate as to whether I believe this prayer was answered or not, and who answered it, where'd that answer come from? And you said earlier about entertaining angels unaware. Um, I believed in angels and spirits before I believed in, fully believed in God as the hierarchical entity. 
the creator of this. And I've gone through the whole thing of uh, the Trinity. How does that work? Um, can you be God and be the son of God and be the Holy Spirit all in one kind of split personality thing? Or are these three different spirit entities? Or, I mean, I've, ch- I've asked all the questions, just like anybody who de- has delved into it. Mm-hmm. And I've come to the conclusion that um, I do believe there is a hierarchical God. And, uh, you know, I don't get balled up in what what his name is. I am or Yahweh or Yahushua or any of the other that people come up with. Um, and so many of the things that I ask for discernment uh, about what I believe or what I think is based on, I want to make sure I don't believe in any, you know, bullshit occult stuff or, uh, lies, you know, satanic lies, because we all know if you've, if you believed in Satan or or the devil at all, you know that there is an entity behind a whole lot of what's going on on earth and has been forever um, since Adam handed over the lease in the garden. And so it soothes me to believe that God has a handle on all of this, all these dimensions (laughs) all this activity that there really is such a thing as being omnipresent and omnipotent. And uh, what's the third one? Present, omnipotent. I mean, the um, word that came to my mind was omniscient, but omniscient, kind of already said that one. Um, Omnipotent. Yeah. Omnipotent. There you go. Okay. So how can you be, how can you be in all things omnipresent? How can you be in all things unless all things are of you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And how can you uh, be in all time? And that's a big one. All time means, because there's a lot of biblical scripture that talks about, you know, your name's written in the book before you were born and, I already know how it all turns out and I already have a plan for all of this stuff. And that means you have to be in another dimension to be able to envelop all of this time, past, present and future. Right. It's not linear. You have to be able to be like a CD. You can plop into it any place on the CD. You are the CD. (laughs) So, I mean, these are big, these are big picture thoughts. And, uh, you know, obviously you and I are not the first ones who've had these thoughts. These thoughts have been written down and thought about by many before us, Plato and whoever, you know, all those guys, right? So uh, am I, am I, am I any different than they were by asking the questions? Because they're heroic as far as humanity is concerned. Why am I a conspiracy theorist and they're heroic? 
right? It's like we're just we're looking for the thoughts that tie all the rabbit holes together. Yeah, and that's not fair to make us look like, you know, something's wrong with us when many, many who have come before us have done the very same thing. I mean, look at Plato's cave. Talk about simulation theory. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, you can't, they can't make me feel bad for, I mean, just today I was working on a, uh, uh, working on one of my job sites and I said, well, I, I have to go, yeah, I have to leave early today because I've got, you know, I've got going to do a podcast interview tonight and I need to eat and get rested a little bit, before, you know, get my brain calmed down. Uh, oh, what are you going to podcast about? <laughs> I said, you wouldn't understand. And I thought that would be the end of it. I really thought there wouldn't be another thing said because the, most people don't care. If right. you challenge them with you wouldn't understand, then m- most people, that would be enough to make them go, oh, try me. What do you mean I wouldn't understand? Yeah, That's kind of arrogant, you know, asshole. So, uh, so I said, I'm going to talk about, <laughs> I'm going to talk about cryptids. What's that? You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you can't, I can't, I mean, that's not something you can just download the information in one paragraph. Yeah. I mean, how much time do you have? Yeah, it goes back to the Cliff Notes version, which is, yeah. can still be pretty long. Yeah. I mean, because there's always going to be a question of how did you come upon that? Yeah. Or, or, you know, what it, what did you, why did, why do you believe that? Or why did you learn that? Well, it's a process. I mean, it's the process, right? Mm-hmm. It's like building a house. You can't just go poof, I'm going to build a house. You at least got to go and buy some, you know, some uh, shipping containers or something to start to with. Or some build it brick by brick. Brick by brick or stick by stick. And on and good so, foundation, that's not sand, too. That's, that's right. <laughs> and fee fi fo fum and blow your house down or whatever. And yeah. so, no, those are two different stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the in, in, my, in my world, I live a whole lot of it in my head. And I'm happy to share the information with people. But you know who the best audience is? Is people you don't know. Right. I mean, yeah. look, look at who listens to you guys. It's probably not your grandma and probably not your, you know, cousin. Right. Well, I'm sure we have a few pity listeners that are family members, but well, definitely maybe. a lot of people that are interested <laughs> in the topic. <laughs> oh, there's tons of people interested in the topic. But what I mean is, uh, I mean, when I first started investigating Flat Earth, I, I mean, I, I would talk to anybody about it. Yeah. Have you investigated flat earth? And they're like, oh, my God, now, now, now it's not flat earth. Now you've gone too far. And I'm like, no, everybody needs to look at it. I mean, yeah, it's full of cult dogma and and like everything else. But at the same time, it's 
it, the whole concept is to make you question your where you live. Well, why would I want to do that? What's going to change? What's going to, it's not going to change anything. I still got to get up and go to work tomorrow. Well, why would they lie? Well, who is they? Nobody knows who they are. They is a whole lot of people who don't even know who they are. And they're complicit in carrying on lies that they don't even know are lies. So are they guilty of anything? No, not really. But the more insider you are into anything, like any NASA punk should be asking a whole lot of questions, especially when their own people go on interviews and say, well, we'd go back to the moon in a nanosecond, but we don't have that technology anymore. We yeah, just that's a classic it. line now. What? Yeah. <laughs> I just heard the record scratch <laughs> noise, right? Or... Oh, all the pictures of the, the Earth are CGI, but it has to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the guy who made the blue marble picture with CGI is admitting it's all CGI. Well, let's just put up a whole bunch of pictures of Earth all side by side in a row. And have you ever seen the one where America is almost filling up the whole side? I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I have that one saved on my phone somewhere. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, where did everything else go? One of my favorites is a picture that's supposedly taken on the moon and it's got earth in the background. And if you just put it in any image editor and you just crank up the brightness, you see the square cutout. The pixelation, yes. The square cutout of where something was pasted, which if you work with image editing tools is a sure sign that it's not a part of the original photo. So why is it there? Well, so so why so why did they do that? Yeah, I mean, no photo at all is better than a fake one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and so add to that. Here's all these guys on the internet. Have you ever seen the picture of the backs, the dark side of the moon, with from the uh, the picture the 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 picture supposed to be taken from the other side of the moon with Earth and the in the background and the moon's covering the earth. Have you seen I've that one? I've seen that one. It's okay. so like light and bright and you oh, go, hmm, that so looks like lame. a 3d model. <laughs> and so, and so, you know, the more of this kind of stuff you look at, the more you go, well, why are you doing photo image? Why are you, why are you using CGI at all? I mean, if you, if you can't take a real picture, then don't show us anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'd rather see nothing. And especially every so many months, you know, we get our imagery from Mars. We can't go back to the moon, but we're, we got little bots traveling around on Mars, right? And, and, uh, and something, what's the one that was sent off? Decades ago is, you know, gone around Pluto and coming back or whatever. And so, you know, after a while, you just stop looking at it. You just it's it's boring becomes it's like watching the same movie plot with different actors over and over. 
and I, I I'm I'm bored. I'm done. I'm I'm I've moved on. Okay. Well, if you're in the flat Earth community, every new time it's like oh big uproar. Everybody's got to go on the NASA website and leave crappy comments and laughy emojis and everything. And I'm like, move on, people. I mean, you don't believe that anymore, do you? So why are you bothering? Well, because I'm looking for the definitive proof that we don't live on a globe. Well, there is no, it's not going to be any one definitive proof. I mean, you, 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 you'd have to have somebody on the inside who gave you this definitive proof that they've been faking all this stuff all this time. But if you're old is old enough, like I am, and you remember the Cold War and you remember the space race, you realize why they did it. And once you tell a lie that big and fake it that badly, then what are you going to do? You either going to come out later and say, ha ha, we're just kidding. We faked it. Or you're going to perpetuate the lie. Right. Well, it's billions of dollars in budget every year. Black budget and white budget and side budget going into this NASA stuff and satellites and and space weapons and space force. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that one. (laughs) Trump's space force and on and on. And but. If you're going to keep up the alien concept, you have to keep up the space concept, right? And then, but then why are you keeping up the alien concept? Well, the reason why you got to keep up the alien concept is because we don't want to admit that there's demons and, and Satan and fallen angels in any of the biblical story. Okay. So the angels are now demons I mean, the a- angels are now aliens. Well, of course they're aliens. They are not from this dimension. And right? if I can interject there too, going back to biblical terms and Hebrew and stuff, it's it's also interesting to go back and look at the words that they use for chariot of fire. And you go, it's not really a chariot. It's a wheel. It could be <laughs> what we see as a UFO today even. Yeah, exactly. Sense. It's exactly what they saw. I mean – isn't say isn't Lucifer called the the prince of the prince of the power of the air or whatever? All right, mm. you don't fall it, 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 unless you're from outside of this dimension, right? So there is something above us. I mean, the Bible says so. Even there's a there's a um, the firmament, the firmament, the rakia which is a division between the waters above and the waters below. And I believe there's another one below us because if you ever heard of primary water and if you ever heard of the dense saline water below the ocean. Oh, actually that um, played a part in, I think it was the Meg a movie about a giant shark, which sharks don't scare me, by the way. Whales do, but sharks I'm fine with for some reason. That's hilarious. Sharks um, are cool, and sharks is what scares everybody. I think it came up as a topic in the Meg where they go to the bottom of the ocean and they find out that's not ground, that's more water. Right, and they, and go they below can't it. penetrate it. 
And I guess that's how they get the, the Megalodon back up there. Okay. Well, have you ever heard of the Upside Down World? Kind of like Stranger Things? Um, kind of, but it's based on very old mythology. Okay. That the giants are hiding in the Upside Down, in, in below us. Like underground. But it's not really underground. It's another layer. It's another right. level. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I mean, when people think of hell, they, I mean, you always think of below, right? You never think of hell as up there. You always think of hell as below us. So is it another layer or is it another dimension? It and what's be. the difference? And that kind of brings me to um, something I've also discussed on the show with Taylor before, which was a story from Admiral Byrd where he flies to the North Pole, goes down a hole, and this it leads to the a lot of hollow Earth, Earth theories. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in a sense, depending on how you look at it, maybe it's another layer dimension, he gets let out by UFOs, which in this sense we're talking about angels or demons. Right. And we're also talking about a portal. We're not mm-hmm. talking about inner Earth or uh, you know going into the core of the Earth or any of that. I mean... I think there's portals all over the place. And I think the portals are manipulated. And I think portals, um, you know, there's people that believe CERN has been manipulating portals. And that's why the world's getting so much worse year after year is because CERN is opening portals and letting demons out and and so on. But um, so then you have to ask yourself, what exactly is a portal? Because, again, if you go back to the Bible, to the stories, um, it never rained on earth before the flood. It never rained from the sky. And water came up from underground. I mean, you can understand a supernatural story having some basis in natural law if you mm-hmm. understand it never rained before and you also understand that there is a, an immense amount of water below us called primary water that has never been to the surface before and or it was here before and it settled back into there which is how the land the water went i mean think about it mm-hmm. how can you believe in a bible story that the entire earth was flooded deep enough to kill everybody to accept what was on the ark and a few Nephilims that got through it because the Bible says so. Where did all the water come from and where did all the water go if you live on a globe? Back down primary water. Okay. So if you live on a flat disc with an ice wall all around it, where did the, all the water come from and where did all the water go? It's not possible. Okay. So there is only one explanation and that is it's supernatural. It is above nature, beyond nature. That's what supernatural means. Beyond ma- man's known laws of nature, anything that we've been able to define and test and observe, that's what makes a natural law. And so if you haven't tested, observed, and retested and proved that if then, it, you know, 
this this occurs. This is natural law. And they've made a whole bunch of what they call natural laws that got holes all in them all over the place. I mean, plate tectonics. Do you know that there is a mountain that is growing and I believe it's either Italy or Greece? And it's growing, okay? And they make this big deal about this mountain is growing. And you go, well, how much is it growing? Well, it's it's like it's like a quarter of an inch a year. <laughs> really? A quarter of an inch a year on a mountain? Oh, you you want to really call that growth? Oh, yes, because the plate tectonics are still moving and forcing this mountain up. And that's how seashells got on top of the mountain because they were actually at the bottom of the ocean. Only the plate tectonics moved the bottom of the ocean up to the top of the mountain. And I mean, all I can do is put my hands on both sides of my head and roll my eyes because you guys are really calling this a science. I'm sorry. This is theory. This is a reverse engineered story that you came up with to explain how seashells got on the top of a mountain because you just can't go with the flood. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And a lot of different histories and mythologies outside the Bible even reference a, a flood of some kind as well, which is quite interesting. Sure. Every, every uh, culture in the world has flood stories. And, you know, we don't even need to get into the fact that there's common architecture and God worship, you know, symbology all over Earth that happened at, you know, prehistoric or early historic times. And we didn't have humans. We're supposed to still be like stone age equivalent and oh but then let's throw in this story about shambhala and atlanteans and you know that we had technology it's almost like the the nasa guy story well we had that technology before but we destroyed it (laughs) it's hard it's really hard to build it back again yeah so i mean every time i find a lie like any of these lies, I just, I have to go and, and try to find why, why would, why do you need to make this lie up? And why do you keep perpetuating this lie? I mean, I don't know about you, but if I tell a lie and I get caught in the lie, I'm going to go, okay, I fess up. I, I lied. Sorry, mea culpa. I didn't, you know, I just, I got caught up in a story or what, and I made it up or whatever. And my bad, I'm sorry. But now, but now we're, you know, we're done. We, the lie's gone. The lie's over because you discovered it and I admitted it. And now we're back to, there was no, you know, we're, we're going to move forward. Well, you got, you know, you, you got, you can understand why there's so many people who started investigating flat earth. When you look at NASA as a law, just NASA, 
And then you start looking at ESA and Joshua and China's space program and India's space program. I mean, have you ever seen any of their moon landing films? Oh, my God. I mean, it makes it makes the worst CGI look like you're kidding us, right? You really are spoofing us with this. And they're doing it with straight face. And then you go, oh, okay, you're doing it with the same straight face that NASA's been doing it, right? It's like, who can can we out straight face each other and see who can make the better spoof? And, I mean, have you seen the China one of the landing on Mars with their rover? I mean, the thing hits down and bounces and rolls all around. It's the worst looking CGI that I've ever seen. And they're sticking. That's our story. And we're sticking to it. I remember watching a video of, I think it was a Russian astronaut. And it looks like, uh, Taylor, was it you that showed me this one? It looks like almost like a robot when it moves. Mm. It's very, very stiff. Might be That might have been mine that I sent you. Yeah. So, okay, let's. Let's go back to cryptids for a minute. Mm. How do you explain without interdimensional travel? How do you explain um, we'll just use the most known one, Bigfoot. Sure. How do you any Yeti, Bigfoot, uh, muddy the big muddy monster, uh, any of them, how do you explain that they can be seen by people, sometimes groups of people, it's not always loners. Correct. And then just be gone and, and not seen in that area again, other than interdimensional portal travel. Definitely takes it back to a supernatural sense even as well. And fairies and the fae. Are you have you done much research into the fae? F A E. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, those stories are all over the world. Every culture has fae. Uh, uh, what's the one that's Jin, J I N N. Yeah. Um, every culture has these beings. Some of them look like what we would, by modern day terms, call hybrids. Okay, um, have you seen the pudgy, the pudgy creatures, the little pudgy people, little pudgy men? We talked about those, didn't we? Uh, Pukwudgie, is that what it was? Was really? Yeah, something like that. Pukwudgie. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally, they appear to a lone person in the in the night and they beckon them to come with them kind of like the missing 411 people wander off and poof they're gone and um and sometimes they their bodies are found and sometimes they're not but here's another trippy thing how many times have you heard of these missing 411 stories where these people that go missing rocks, 
streams, uh, r- rugged ground, like national forests, you know, or deep forests, rocky terrain, almost always water, water, and rocks, giant tree remains. Okay. And they're most of the time either demonic or have ill intent toward the people that they, you know, capture or see or take away or whatever the case may be. Um, how do you, I mean, how, how do you connect those dots at all with the ancient trees, giant trees and they were cut down and there, there were possibly these spirits either are using them to come back and forth through the dimensions or they were killed and disembodied in those places when the giant trees were destroyed because apparently there were whole uh, colonies of these hybrids that were living in these wild forests of, of these giant trees. I mean, some of these trees were supposed to be miles and miles and miles high. That Makes were me cut think down. of um, Jack and the Beanstalk kind of. Yeah. Thing. The uh, the the notion of these giant trees being like housing for these hybrids that is new to me. And I think that's really interesting because the version that I was um, familiar with was that these giant trees were actually harvested by some other force for their resource. So I think it's interesting where this other notion is presented, how they were actually taken out to eliminate these hybrids for the sake of the flood and for that reset well, in my opinion, um, if you're God and you have created this perfect symbiotic creation, just the right creatures, just the right air, just the right water, just the right, you know, combination of uh ecosystem, food chain, the whole thing. And you created this and it's perfect. Okay. Um, We're talking about Eden at the beginning and which nobody can go to anymore because it's been blocked off. And then this is before all of this happened before the angels fell. Okay. So let's say that the angels were the good guys, all of them. And they were here to help humanity and, you know, Satan gets jealous and doesn't want to help humanity anymore. And so they just become these whole renegade bunch of angels with pretty good superpowers compared to us, compared to humans. And they can come and go in and out of this dimension. They can go to heaven and they can come back. And... So they start up all these shenanigans and and start acting up. And, of course, Satan says, all right, guys, come with me. We're going to rebel. We're as we you know, we can handle this. We can take control of this earth and and be gods. 
to these humans and start mating with the humans and start creating hybrids and start maybe manufacturing humans using some, you know, technology like cloning or whatever. And, and, you know, at some point God's got to say, you know what, you really are wrecking this. You're just wrecking this place. And, uh, I am God and I am the creator and I decide who gets to be here, who gets to live here. So at some point, God says, you know what? I need to do like a reset and 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 take out a whole bunch of like, for example, the giants. The giants were eating people. It says so in the Bible. They ran out of food. I mean, think about how big these giants were. If if these giants were, you know, people think of giants, say, oh, ooh, 12, 15 feet tall. No, no, no. These giants in this era, according to the story, were taller than trees. Okay. And so if you start running out of animals to eat and you start running out of, you know, food, you're going to just start eating humans because humans are just like in your mind, just a step above animals. So at some point, I believe God had to put his foot down and say, sorry, you know, you guys have run completely amok here. And Mm -hmm. I not only have to kill you, but I have to kill your offspring. It's become a giant problem. Yeah. A giant (laughs) problem. Oh, Ruben, you got that dry sense of humor. Yep. So, I mean, I I don't have a problem with any of this reset stuff or that these trees were giant or that everything was giant. I mean, what if everything was giant before the flood? Mm -hmm. You mentioned that earlier where you said, well, maybe it was like scaled down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, think about Think about scaled down a little bit when you think about the uh, sprites and fairies and uh, and uh, the little creatures, the leprechaun, all the myths of all the little people. People didn't just make that stuff up. We all know that almost every urban myth, urban legend, uh, starts out with some grain of truth, right? Mm-hmm. So... If there were, if, if, if I was God, I think I would be, I would think it was cool to have, just keep creating, come up with all kinds of things, big bugs, little bugs, big animals, little animals. Why would it be any different to have big human big humanoids and little humanoids and even smaller ones i I don't i i don't have a problem with that and maybe some got wiped out and maybe some went to you know went to another dimension i mean there have been people who have uh seen some of these interdimensional fairy beings who have literally said um they they can't they some forms can't die. Other forms can die. 
in our dimension and in their own dimension. But they know that they're damned. They cannot be saved because of where because of where they come from. And so they know they're only they have a limited amount of time. If there is an end to this story, uh, I mean, how how many how many people have you heard lately talking about man? If there's ever a time that it seems like end times, this is it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people have talked about it forever, but more now than ever, especially yeah. because they see all of these correlations with. Um, book of revelation and other prophetic teachings. So I try not to get too, um, too sucked in, I guess the word is to the investigation of the cryptid concept only because I believe that either they're not supposed to be here and they're getting in here somehow Mm -hmm. or um, they, whatever it is, they're up to no good. (laughs) Right. Right. And so I tinker with something that could easily be demonic. Yeah. Yeah. Is that demonic? And is that going to lead to more demonic if you get too much into it, you know? So. An, inter- an interesting thing uh, that I've, I read with people is uh, they they claim, like, why don't you follow the footprints? When you see a Bigfoot or you find tracks, why don't you follow them and see where they go? And people claim, like, okay, this thing probably knows that it's being tr- followed. It's going to outpace you. It's going to get out of there. But for the most part, a lot of people say they follow these tracks in the snow. And then just like that, they're gone. It could be five tracks, it could be 20 tracks, but then all of a sudden they just disappear and vanish. So then you have to wonder, okay, what what is that kind of thing that they're slipping in and out of? Well, I mean, how many time travel shows have we seen where they either use a portal concept, okay, which is like created by some massive amount of energy they create or something, you know, a machine that vortexes, what is it? Stranger things has the, a portal between the two worlds. Um, and the worlds are exactly the same. Only one's, you know, dark and gray and dreary and scary and the other one, but they look the same otherwise. Um, so, the last thing I would ever do is follow Bigfoot tracks ever. I mean, if, 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 if he's willing to walk away, I'm willing to walk away because I have heard of too many stories. Um, if if you miss if you listen to any missing four one one, where people talk about their, you know, Bigfoot experiences, um, they, they can get really mean and angry if you invade their territory. And, I you know, what's the place? Uh, it's a place in Japan where people, they it's like a suicide forest, they call mm. it. Have you ever investigated that? Mm-hmm. Definitely heard of that place. I don't know the exact name of it, but it was uh, 
quite a big topic on the internet about a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. And like, I mean, how can a place have this whole like negative, bad energy feeling in it if it's not manifesting it from energy beings of some kind okay because mm-hmm. nature in and of itself is not negative right so and but every time i come into one of these things ding 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 in my head goes forest once again and forests grow on top of these former forests which were the giant trees I mean, if you go look that you'll if you understand that the that these big rock formations are former trees and right on top of them are growing thousands of baby trees of the same kind that probably was the tree beneath. Okay, Mm -hmm. like pine forests or cypress forests or, you know, I can go on. And so. The tree that grows on the rocks that is the mountain or flattened out mountain at that point is the same kind of tree that that tree was. It's just a mini version. And so when then the other thing is when you get into understanding that, what where does where do most of the rivers and and streams come from they come from the former trees the rocks and they try to tell you oh it's this pressure underneath and it's forcing the water up and you know think about all the waterfalls you've seen in the world okay pictures of waterfalls Mm -hmm. all right and they're coming down from someplace and you go where is all that water coming from I mean, we're like Niagara Falls. I mean, how many million gallons of water is constantly for how long been pumping up out of Niagara Falls or to create Niagara Falls? But the head of it, the origination point is like uh, from underground, right? It's not from ice melting down mountains and snow caps. It's water coming up from underground and where's that water coming from and what's what's causing it to come up there well as far as i'm concerned it's what the trees used to live on the giant trees is it's the primary water from way deep below it's not the aquifers which is water from above seeping back down into the earth and settling in an in an aquifer it's primary water coming up from way deeper than that. So and kind of like where roots would have gone for these yeah, giant trees. Yeah. I see. Where the roots would have fed the, from the water below. Now the trees are dead and the roots are cracked because that's what happens with rocks, right? It cracks apart and turns into basically almost individual cells. Have you ever seen some of these big basalt? Towers that they like, Devil's Tower, supposed to be basalt rock. 
I haven't seen that, no. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so basalt rock is supposed to be formed from, you know, volcanoes and uh, magma coming up through the ground from the boiling core of the earth. <laughs> Sorry, Cal, but so there's this lava comes up and forms these mountains, right? And then the volcano stops and the lava stops. And there's these, what they call basalt columns. Look it up sometime, B-A-S-A-L-T. And that is what Devil's Tower, is, which is a, is a got a mesa top. It looks just like a cutoff tree. And, and I mean, they even call it Devil's Tower. Where did that name come from? Yeah, it's definitely. Uh... Yeah. And you can see the, you know what buttress roots are on a tree? I know of the They're word. They're like in the, the big fat, it's like the trunk of the tree and then the, mm-hmm. like those big fat roots that are on top of the ground that you can really tell that they are holding the tree up in for wind and so on. And, and of course, if you know anything about botany, you know that the root, ball of a tree is typically as big or bigger than the canopy of a tree. Mm-hmm. Okay. So imagine all of that underground. And then you cut these trees down, these giant trees, some of which are miles and miles across the top. So how tall were they then? And then of course, if you chop this tree down, well, the tree's going to fall to the ground and then, hence, hello, mountain ranges, okay? Because now this long dead tree, cut down tree, I mean, they're, they touch all around the subject with petrified wood, okay? What the heck is the difference between petrified wood and rocks? Not really much of anything, is it? It's the mm-hmm. same thing. They're rocks. And so... What I'm trying to say is, is that if you open your mind and free think, you're not limiting yourself to, well, this sounds crazy, okay? Or this is not what all the sciences say, you know? We've got our archaeology and our volcanology and all of that, Um But when you put all of these categories together, like the, you know, the angels and demons and the cryptids and the giant trees and the, and, and the, all of it, then you can kind of start to go, okay, either I'm completely crazy and I'm connecting dots that just don't connect Mm -hmm. or they all have thread running between them of some kind, some bridge that got separated on purpose. Like they made all these sciences to reverse engineer all of these theories to support this spinning globe flying through space I mean, have you ever looked at the numbers they're talking about? The size of the sun, the size of this whole thing is moving. And it's not just spinning and 
moving. It's vortexing, all spiraling together. And come on, how can you prove any of that? And except with your stupid CGI pictures that you keep making up. Have you seen some of the ones of outer way? Like, oh, this, like, the whole, like, bunch of stars that looks like a nebula thing or whatever. And you go, well, if if we have, have you seen some of the AI art that AI has been making? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. absolutely mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do we know that's not what we've been looking at for a whole long time uh-huh. with all these pink and blue and yellow nebula groupings of stars and gases and all of that stuff? How do we know that hasn't that's just hadn't been CGI our entire lifetimes? Uh-huh. On the topic of going back just a little bit here to angels and demons and stuff, when we're talking about they and splitting apart the threads and kind of muddying the waters with uh, the globe and everything. Do you think a lot of that influence is demonic? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's Satan in control of the whole plan. Cause that really kind of just brings it all together for me. Well, think about it. If you, if, if you understand how this has been manipulated over thousands of years there's only one entity that's been here thousands of years Mm -hmm. and can't die and what better way to push people away from the bible and yeah god in general than hide god by Mm -hmm. manufacturing all of these just bullshit theories and of of how I mean, they're changing history and sciences almost on the on the daily, on the monthly. There's things that I remember being taught as a child that they don't teach. Not only do they not te- only te- not teach it anymore, they've literally scrubbed it. I mean, there's like uh, link rot going on yeah. <laughs> that you can't even keep up with. You'd have to be screen capturing all day, every day to catch some of the stuff that like used to changed. be there just a few years ago. And now it's not there anymore, much less stuff from when I was a kid. I no, mean, I, I went to school in the 60s, for crying out mm-hmm. loud. So when 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 you go and look back and at some of the stuff you were taught and then you go, hmm, wonder why they don't teach that anymore. Well, they've even stopped teaching cursive writing and mm-hmm. how to read an analog clock and on and on and on. Oh, I'm glad I know how to write in cursive. Yeah. I mean, think about it. There, you, I've seen memes that are literally written on a, on a paper in cursive writing and take a photograph of and put it up on Facebook so they could say what they wanted to say because the bots can't read it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. Right? So, um, interestingly enough, you're trying to sign into a website that asks you to pick out the images with the stop signs in them to prove you're not a bot. And guess what's determining whether you're a bot or not? 
a bot. <laughs> a bot is reading your answers and making sure that you're not a robot. I'm not a robot. Well, prove it. Pick out all the pictures. And it's a bot that's doing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're fully twisted now. <laughs> we're fully gonna, twisted up. I was going to say that actually leads me to a pretty good closing topic, actually, which okay. is what better way to tear people apart in our society right now than to create closed minds, which I think is the moral of this whole story. Yep. When you have an open mind and you can look at everything that's out there, not just for what it is, but for what it could be, it allows people to interact and get along a lot better, especially in a biblical sense too, than what's going on out there right now with everybody being so closed-minded with what they're indoctrinated with. I couldn't have said that better myself because I, I see it. I've watched it grow from, I mean, here's a funny one. When I first got involved in looking into conspiracy theories and truth, guess what we were called? Woke. Mm-hmm. Are you woke, man? And now, in just a decade, the word you you can't use the word woke. You have to say I'm awake or I'm a truther or whatever. You can't say woke because it's got an entirely different meaning. Mm-hmm. And so, I can't keep up. And you know. Like I started out talking earlier about um, things you can't talk about. It used to be politics and religion and uh, mostly those two, politics and religion. Now that's, people talk about politics all day long. How many, how many YouTube channels are focused yeah. 100% about on left-right politics? Yeah. Okay. And they're feeding their own their own cults. And so the, the more that happens, the less I'm interested. Mm-hmm. And when I, there, I, I have also noticed that when you, you said create the division, there's, div, there's categories and subcategories and subcategories under that of truthers now with their own following and their own cult. And once you get your following, then you start making up your own story and your own um, uh, scenario like this. uh, I I, I, I won't even bring myself to say his name, but there is a guy that came out of nowhere. He says he didn't come out of nowhere. He's been around for years, but he did some prison time, like 20 something years and while he was in prison, he read all these books, 1,300 old esoteric and archaic books, mm. and developed this whole theory about that we live in a simulation, that we're all in a spaceship, and that we're, you know, there's this event that happens every so many years, and another one's going to happen in like 2040 something or whatever. And he's He's throwing the entire uh, caboodle into the salad bowl and making up his own theory, which is fine. Give anybody kudos if they want to make up their own theory. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that 
just like every other one of these cult creator creatures that's come along over the years I've been truthing, they create their cult, their following, and they those people suck up their do- that person's dogma and that's now their new worldview and they're done they 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 need not do any more research they now they just need to follow this guru this this new cult leader and and it just keeps happening over and over the same thing happened i i, I spotted it first in flat earth when I first got involved in that, because there were three guys with three different theories, each competing with each other for followers. And I saw it right off the bat. And I'm like, uh, I see how this whole scenario works and builds on the internet, especially on YouTube with just follow the leader and they'll tell you what's going on in the world and what you should think and what you should believe. And mm-hmm. we'll make up a name for you or for our group, like f- flat earthers or Phoenix believers or whatever the, you know, cult of the moment is. So I, I, I don't know that anything can be done about it. It's kind of like that mass psychosis thing that, you know, people talked about about a year and a half ago. Um, Mass psychosis syndrome or something. Uh And I I really don't, I don't know if anything can be done about it. And I try to tell people to have your own beliefs, have your own thoughts, verify what you believe over and over again, keep your mind open, be ready to, you know, take on some new information. And for God's sakes, if somebody sounds authentic and like they are confident about what they're talking about and that they can show you the research that they've done, at least hear them out. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. I, you know, I, I commend you guys for keeping on, you know, just keep, keep putting it out there, keep talking and, um, and, you know, whether it's just between you two or, or having guests or whatever the case may be, but just keep pursuing the true information and don't, you know, don't even back down the least little bit about putting it out there and saying it because the AI is already listening to everyone anyway. And whether they can stop it or not, whether they can stop us from communicating with each other or, or whether they just start shutting people down like us down sooner Mm -hmm. or later, which wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, the answer to your question is it Satan and it's always been Satan at the head of this pyramid. And mm-hmm. there's no other being that could perpetuate through this much time with this great of a plan, with this much organization and patience, because he also knows that there is a limited amount of time. But he doesn't know. Nobody knows when the end comes. And so the more you don't know when the end comes, the more, uh, 
I guess, uh, empowered you would feel that I've been let go this long, might as well keep going because nobody stopped me and my minions yet. Mm -hmm. The more complacent you can make people, the more division you can cause. Sure. But the important thing is to keep spreading the word of the open mind so that people can find their truth. Absolutely. I agree. Mm -hmm. Thanks, you guys, for um, taking the time to chat with me and kind of get outside your own box and kind of delve off into something else and um, maybe hopefully we we can do this again and absolutely i'll put i'll put it on my channel and we'll get you some more listeners and viewers and whatever i only do audio podcasting as handsome as both of you are thank you (laughs) well uh I think it would be fun for me to be in your seat and you be in mine. Absolutely. And it's been okay. a pleasure having you on our show, Ferry. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much yeah. for joining us today. All right. And just before you depart, was there any um, um, tag name or like source you wanted to shout out I, so people could find you? I, my, um, my website is lauriferrari.com. And if you see my last name, uh, or can spell my last name, you'll probably find it. I also have flatearthconspiracy.com and I have a podcast on all podcast platforms called Pressure Valve with Lori Freire. So they can find hundreds of shows (laughs) to listen to on any of those topics. Perfect. Right on. Well, there you go. Thanks for the opportunity to plug. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Of course. All right. Well, thank you again for I really appreciate your time so very much. Thank you. It was you a too. pleasure meeting you. You too, Ruben. Thanks, See Taylor. See you next time. All right. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Cryptic Clues, everybody. You know where to find us with the links down below. Cryptoclues.ca is our main website. Cryptic Clues on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook is our social media channels. And you can find us on Patreon where you get ad-free early episodes available there. And if you want to reach out to us directly, cryptoclues at gmail.com. So until next time, everyone, take care and stay safe.
Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.